Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome into the 49er Access Podcast. My name is Sterling Bennett, and today we are reacting to the breaking news as the San Francisco 49ers have named Sam Darnold, not Trey Lance, their backup quarterback to Brock Purdy, their quarterback number two. Uh, Trey Lance is currently not on the practice field, and according to reports by Matt Mayoko, uh, Eric Branch and many other national reporters, they are open to many different outcomes and are looking at many different avenues of what to do with Trey Lance. So look, it's huge. It's barring. I, I know to a lot of people, they assumed Trey Lance was going to be this team's backup quarterback. Even some believed he was going to be this team's starting quarterback, albeit that is a, uh, let's say, had a long shot to happen if Brock Purdy was going to be healthy. But right now... As of 12-38, August 23rd, Wednesday, prior to week three of the preseason, the San Francisco 49ers have named Sam Darnold, not Trey Lance, their quarterback number two. Now, this is a move that I think many fans, or at least myself, did see coming. Uh, it was a move that I didn't want to happen, but I think the writing has been on the wall for a long time. We've discussed here on the podcast for, for months, uh, all the way back in OTAs, that there's a reason why Sam Darnold is here. There's a reason as to why he was brought into the building. And there was a reason as to why Kyle Shanahan has talked so highly of him. Uh, don't forget, he's been taking and splitting first-team reps and second-team reps with Trey Lance for a reason. They've also wanted Sam Darnold for the past two seasons. Now, I get it. There was a stigma around Sam Darnold's name. I'm not here to tell you you're wrong with that. Sam Darnold has not been a good quarterback in the NFL for the past four or five seasons since he got drafted in New York. But I want to explain to you as to why this is happening. One, the way Sam Darnold plays leans heavily into the Shanahan system. Intermediate routes, quick stuff. Uh, a player who is going to function well in getting his playmakers the football. I've said for, for months again here during practices and OTAs and training camp that Sam Darnold can make Kyle Shanahan feel comfortable more so than Trey Lance can with how he plays. Uh, Sam Darnold, I'll admit to you, has not been the best player during practice and preseason over Trey Lance looking at the entire picture. He just hasn't been. Trey Lance has been a better player than Sam Darnold, but that doesn't mean Sam Darnold has been bad. It's his first year in the system, first year with a competent head coach and a star-studded offense around him. And look, what we've seen from Sam Darnold over the past four or five years, I think, yes, you have every right to believe that's the same Sam Darnold we're going to see if he does indeed play this year. But I would like to think 
that what Kyle Shanahan sees in Sam Darnold as a quarterback similar to Brock Purdy. Take last year, for example. When Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt and, and Brock Purdy came in to relieve him due to injury, there's a reason the offense didn't lose much. Yes, Purdy probably a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo when it comes to ceiling and how he plays, but the offense didn't have to change much. Uh, with Trey Lance, the offense has had to make many different maneuvers and changes and fixes along the way. I think there's many of many reasons. One of them is that Sam Darnold makes Kyle Shanahan not have to adjust his offense so much. There's been no trade packages and very little you know, quarterback design runs throughout the entirety of training camp and preseason. There's a reason for that. Uh, Kyle Shanahan's getting away from, you know, I'm trying to mold my system to a quarterback. No, you need to mold to my system as the quarterback. And so for Kyle Shanahan, this move makes a ton of sense for what the system he wants to run. And it also makes a ton of sense from the team. Uh, the writing has been on the wall for a long time, unfortunately. Uh, I like Trey Lance. I, I think Trey Lance can still be a good quarterback. And I genuinely feel bad for Trey Lance. Like, this is not his fault. This is something that was just going to happen eventually. You can tell that when they brought in Sam Darnold, that was not insurance, you know, you know, in case Purdy was going to be awful. It was, what if Trey Lance can't be a backup quarterback? What if he isn't good enough to be a backup quarterback? And, and again, let's be honest here. Trey Lance has shown many, many improvements throughout training camp and preseason. Many that I could point to, and I'm sure you watching the preseason games against Denver especially, saying, wow, that, that last quarter was amazing. I said that was his best play we've, we've ever seen in San Francisco. So to see this news, it's disheartening for a young player like Trey Lance, but uh, now we get to a point where it's no longer about why this happened, how this happened. Um, yes, I do think San Francisco has botched the progression of Trey Lance, and, and more so, look, hindsight's always twenty twenty. Trey Lance, I don't blame him for this, but he should not have come out of college when he did. Um, again, I get it. You are touted to be a top-end pick, seize the opportunity, and then grow in the NFL. It's not Trey Lance's fault he came out. It's not his fault he was drafted highly by San Francisco. That's not his fault. It is not Trey Lance's fault the fact that San Francisco couldn't afford him the reps he needed to be to be a good quarterback. That's not his fault. But this is San Francisco admitting, or at least I think admitting, that hey, we may have made a mistake. We may like we are going to correct the error, which at this point, if he is indeed traded, which is a possibility still, that we have made a critical, critical error um, in drafting Trey Lance again. It sucks for him. It truly, truly does. Um, the fact of the matter is that they traded three first-round draft picks and a third-round pick for Trey Lance. That turned into be Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, and Bradley Chubb. And S. Barry in the chat mentions this, the same thing. Like, imagine had those draft picks not been traded up for Trey Lance. Had we stayed at 12, imagine drafting Micah Parsons, Rashawn Slater, Jamar Chase, Panay Sewell, uh, there are so many different players that could have strengthened this roster now. And, and look, it doesn't mean that we would have won a Super Bowl. What it means is we would have Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel, and you know, even if McGlinchey's out the door, you have Rashawn Slater and Panay Sewell. 
Maybe you have a, a star-studded cornerback in Asante Samuel Jr. next to Mooney and Lenore and Amber Thomas and don't feel the need to sign Isaiah Oliver, who right now looks like $3 million down the drain. Like, there, there are many different avenues to look back. And look, I'm not going to sit here and, and play, you know, armchair quarterback and say, you know, I wasn't on board with the decision. I'm someone who sat here and said, wow, if they can unlock Trey Lance and figure this thing out, uh, he's going to be special. Um, and I'll just put it bluntly, I didn't see what happened last year coming being the injury. I don't think anybody did. We're never going to know what Trey Lance would have been last year if he didn't get hurt. But life comes at you fast, things hit you hard, and Brock Purdy seized the opportunity, grabbed the brass ring, and here we are. Um, had Trey Lance played last year, could have been great, could have been awesome, could have been awful as well. He could have been poo-poo-doo-doo for all I know. But one thing, I keep, I keep going back to this, and it's that San Francisco's window isn't wide open anymore, but it's somewhat shrinking. San Francisco, while yes, can still win a Super Bowl, can go to the playoffs and be the Final Four team for the last three, four seasons, the fact of the matter is, is that they have realized that we made a mistake trading up for Trey Lance. This is them admitting we messed up. Thank God we have Brock Purdy to kind of fix our, our mess up and really fix our botch uh, production or progression of Trey Lance. There was little development from him because he had, one, too many things to fix, and two, they couldn't afford him the time to fix those things, but uh, Trey Lance isn't on the field right now during practice. It is Sam Darnold, Brandon Allen, and Brock Purdy. And so the fact that Trey Lance in Kyle Shanahan's eyes, cannot beat out Brandon Allen. Uh, Brandon Allen hasn't taken reps in team drills in like a week and a half. He had a baby, congratulations to him, but he didn't play in the preseason game. Uh, he hasn't taken team drills since, I think, Vegas, and that I'm, that's like the first practice in Vegas. Uh, so he hasn't played much. I'm not sure if that was them protecting him or trying to hide him. Uh, I don't think that's really any of it, but the fact that Trey Lance and Kyle Shanahan's eyes right now isn't good enough to what seems to be better than Brandon Allen, um, that's an indictment on Trey a little bit, but also more an indictment on Kyle Shanahan that, hey, look, like, you mess this up. And for Trey to sit back, and again, he's not on the practice field. Now, that can be a conversation of, you know, hey, Trey, um, we are going with Sam as our quarterback, too. We hope you be our quarterback three. That's definitely possible. But if you're Trey, what do you do? Do you ask for a trade? Do you want to be released? Um, if I'm the San Francisco 49ers, uh, I'd much rather trade Trey Lance. Why not try to recoup something, even if it's that third-round pick you traded away for him, try to recoup that in a deal? Uh, S. Barry asks again, you know, can we get anything uh, more than a fifth uh, round offer for Trey Lance, I don't know. Uh, Mike Silver in the Chronicle said that Trey Lance was, you know, in a package only was getting calls for, you know, six fifth round picks. Um, now, teams have had time to to view their quarterback room and assess where it is. Maybe a team like Minnesota, where Trey's from, uh, maybe he wants to go back there. It'd be pretty ironic. They have ties to San Francisco, being their GM, but also Kirk Cousins is also there. And I'm not saying acquire Kirk Cousins in any means, but I do think for Trey, um, I would go in there and ask for a trade. 
If you don't view me as quarterback one, that's fine. I get Brock Purdy played well. But the fact is, you traded up for three first-round draft picks and a third-round pick, and you don't view me as good enough or better than Sam Darnold. I want out of here. Um, there were a lot of talks that, you know, in the offseason, Trey should ask for a trade, and uh, I didn't think that was the case. I think, I think trading Trey Lance, knowing this quarterback room's uh, health problems of the past couple years, would be foolish. But if you don't have a player completely bought into what you're pitching them, and if I was Trey Lance, I'd be a little pissed off and disgruntled, get me out of here. I don't want to play here. I'd rather play somewhere like Atlanta, Minnesota, Tampa Bay, where I can get some reps where if I'm not better than Kyle Trask in Tampa Bay, my goodness, I shouldn't be in the NFL. If I can't back up Kirk Cousins in, on a one-year deal if he isn't playing well, take up a roster spot from him, or even in Atlanta... If I can't take away Desmond Ritter's snaps on a team that presumably wanted to draft me in 2021, that's on me. But Trey, I would assume, wants the opportunity to go out there and prove himself, and he unfortunately hasn't gotten it that much in San Francisco. Uh, it will be interesting to see what they do with him in the preseason game against the Chargers on Friday. Um, is he going to play? Um, if I'm Trey, I wouldn't play. Why risk hurting yourself? Um, if I'm San Francisco, uh, you may want to put Trey out there to hopefully see if there's a trade opportunity if he plays well again. Uh, but you can also say this, and again, this is more of a Trey Lance issue, that he's been so inconsistent over time that he could be, you know, Denver Broncos fourth quarter Trey Lance. He could also be Las Vegas Raiders Trey Lance, where he's really bad for a full half of play. Um, I don't think this was the intended idea coming into the season. I don't think San Francisco said, yes, we want to trade Trey Lance. We're going to showcase him for the entire world to see and make Sam Darnold our quarterback too. I genuinely do think there was this hope that Trey Lance could win the quarterback two job that obviously hasn't happened. Um, and I think it's funny because Kyle Shanahan said that they weren't going to name a quarterback two uh, coming into week one against Pittsburgh. Uh, that's changed. That's obviously leaked out to somebody. So how do they go about this now? Again, do they sit Trey Lance against L.A. on Friday? Does he play against the Chargers? Uh, if I'm Kyle Shanahan, I would want him to play. You don't want to put out Purdy Darnold and, and Brandon Allen, who are going to be your assumed quarterback one, two, and three coming into the season, but you can't cut him. You're going to lose money cutting him. I would assume you're going to want to trade him, but the question is, what are you going to get? If I'm going to... Think outside the box, outside of San Francisco. What would you give up for Trey Lance knowing he's not your quarterback one, he's not your quarterback two, and he's not your quarterback three? Okay, so you're essentially trading a young, raw prospect who's shown some good things, shown some bad things, who is, what, 21, 23 years old, and has three years in his NFL career, but has also been hurt twice in those three seasons coming into this year. What would you trade for that? I get there's high upside, he's raw, we talked so much about you know him being our Aaron Rodgers or our, our, our Jordan Love here in San Francisco. Could a different team view him as that? I don't know. If I'm Tampa Bay, I'll, I'll give you a fourth-round pick, but I also understand that I could suck so bad this year, I could get Caleb Williams? Why would I do that? I think for Trey Lance, a destination for him would have to be a middling team that's kind of, you know in that 12 to, you know, 20, you know, 
picks in, in the NFL first round of, of the draft of, of a, a team that isn't awful but isn't too good a team that you know might not view their current quarterback as the future uh, like take the Saints I get Derek Carr big money in New Orleans is he the answer there we'll see um, maybe a team like Denver takes a chance who I get they're paying big money for Russell Wilson but he wasn't great last year a new system there in Denver uh, maybe a team like Washington that one makes a little more sense to me I think Washington's defense and their offensive weapons are too good to have them suck all year uh, and they were pretty good to end last season as well. So you get Trey Lance in there against Sam Howell and see how things work out. Give Trey Lance Eric Bieniemy as an offensive coordinator and see what he can do. I would like that if I were Trey Lance. But if you're San Francisco, um, maybe this is the avenue for you to you know bulk up on defense, find a, a, a new cornerback. Maybe it isn't a draft pick. Maybe it's a player, um, someone to equal you know, salary cap value for Trey Lance, someone that you can bring in and, you know, can fill a need now for a year, and then once he's gone, you can get a comp pick for him later. I'm not sure. I don't think there really is much to, like, it's hard to put a finger on, you know, where Trey Lance belongs or where he could be, but right now, the fact of the matter is, is that San Francisco is admitting their mistakes. They're admitting that Trey Lance drafting him wasn't a good idea. Um, and cutting him would cost them $5.3 million to keep than keeping him. So Trey Lance is not going to get cut. This is going to be a trade or a stash. If I'm San Francisco, I'd much rather stash Trey Lance. Um, you've seen he get hurt last year, you've seen Gropwell get hurt, and you've also seen Purdy get hurt. Um, but this is San Francisco sitting back saying, we tried something, we got a little too advantageous, too adventurous in our, our hope to find our perfect quarterback. And I've talked about this plenty of time here that Kyle Shanahan got so caught up in the Rams getting Stafford and not getting Brady and not getting Aaron Rodgers from Green Bay in a trade prior to the draft that he said, I'm going to pick the most, you know, this moldable piece of clay, this most malleable you know, foldable, perfectly, like, I can structure my quarterback and how I want them to be. To pick the most raw quarterback and kind of, you know, jam them into the Kyle Shanahan box of how a quarterback should look and be and play, um, and that just wasn't Trey Lance. Um, yes, he ran a pro-style offense in college. Yes, he did things that I think Kyle Shanahan liked, but, you know, looking back on certain things, the fact that they are going to pro days and they traded up to three with... The acknowledgement of, hey, it's Mac Jones, unless we like another person like Fields or Lance. And coming back from Fields' pro day, he falls in love with Trey Lance. Okay, that sways him. That sways him towards the intangibles Trey Lance might have of what he could be down the road. Um, this does feel like Kyle Shanahan kind of reeling himself back in, saying, hey, um, I tried something. I tried to to make the perfect specimen, the perfect, you know, Kyle Shanahan quarterback, I went too far. I had to reel myself back in. And unfortunately now in year three of Trey Lance, I have to admit my mistake. I have Brock Purdy, who this team views as the franchise quarterback. I have Sam Darnold, who possesses some, you know, incredibly, you know, top-tier arm talent, albeit makes poor decisions. I think Kyle Shanahan thinks he can clean up more of Sam Darnold than develop Trey Lance. I truly do. And do I agree with that? It's tough because being there at practice, being there at camp, you and, you and I seeing him 
and these two guys live in preseason, there's been some you know questionable things about Sam of you know why you're throwing that ball into coverage of a linebacker who's, who's clearly on a receiver and covering him. But also, Sam has been to me like remove the names, just play style, just how they performed in preseason thus far. Sam Darnold has looked like the better, more consistent quarterback as a whole, where Trey Lance has had the worst performance and the better one. Whereas, you know, if Trey Lance is down here one day and up here the next day, Sam's kind of right in the middle right here. And I think Kyle Shanahan says, how can I remove the roller coaster out of the back of quarterback? We asked this on, on 95-7 the game, excuse me, uh, with Mark Grandy that, you know, with your backup quarterback, what do you want? Do you want a, a quarterback that is going to potentially lose you games? Or do you want a quarterback who's kind of that ham and cheese sandwich that it's not a great quarterback, but not a bad quarterback, not going to lose you games, not going to win you games? And I think Kyle Shanahan thinks that I'd rather have that plain, you know, ham and cheese sandwich backup quarterback where he's fine, he'll feed Debo and Kittle and Ayuk and Christian McCaffrey and we'll go into, if Purdy's out for, you know, a four-game stretch, we'll, we'll be three and one, we'll be, we'll be two and two. Whereas if Trey Lance plays, um, you might be one and three. Now, this team is so good around the quarterbacks where there's an argument to be made that, and I can make it all day, that if Brock Purdy is going to miss a large chunk, eight weeks, six weeks, I'd much rather play the higher ceiling guy in hopes that at the end of that six weeks, we're four and two, and even if he lost the first three games, or, or excuse me, the first two games, he swung back and won the last four. Um, but I don't, like, this seems like Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch and the team as a whole kind of sitting back saying, we're not willing to ride that roller coaster anymore. We have to win right now. And if Trey Lance plays quarterback, he could be a reason we lose games. Um, whereas Sam Darnold, being kind of, again, the, the mediocre, you know, Kyle Shanahan, do what I say, uh, fit in my offense. Like, you know, it, it, for Trey Lance, it was kind of like trying to fit this, you know, the, the square peg into a round hole. And for Sam Darnold, it's almost like a perfect match of, like, I can do everything you want me to do, Kyle. I'm not going to fight back, not going to push back. And I and, and Kyle Shanahan can almost play quarterback through Sam Darnold. And that's kind of how Brock Purdy is, albeit Brock Purdy has more intangibles, being able to escape the pocket and enforce the ball down the football field. But for Trey Lance, it was almost like trying to 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 fit a again a, a square peg into a round hole of I'm trying so hard to make this work, and so is Trey Lance. Trey Lance worked his butt off here. Um, if he is indeed traded, we have no idea what's going to happen with him, but I do want to make it a point to give Trey Lance credit. He tried, and he's still trying really, really hard. He got he had five different quarterback coaches, including at San Francisco or off the field with his mechanical changes. He tried really hard to make this thing work. It just seems like it's run its course, and San Francisco is admitting defeat. Um, it's a hard pill to swallow. Trey Lance did nothing wrong. In fact, Trey Lance did everything right besides getting hurt. Um, and that's the unfortunate part is because now we're always going to be left to wonder as to, you know, what Trey Lance could have been in San Francisco. Um, and he isn't gone yet, mind you. Like, there's a real possibility. Trey Lance, they can't trade him. And then Brock Purdy and Sam Darnold both get hurt. That's a real possibility. And Trey Lance has to play. Like, 
I know it seems like it's doom and gloom for Trey Lance and, and maybe his his fan his fan base, but there is still a chance, albeit very small right now, that Trey Lance can still be this team's quarterback three. And at a certain point this year, if quarterbacks get hurt, he plays. And maybe he plays well. And it's not like Kyle Shanahan's mind hasn't changed plenty of times. He went from Kirk Cousins to Jimmy G to I don't like Jimmy to I want Trey to Trey's the starting quarterback, then back to Jimmy, then, then Purdy comes in nice, Purdy's guy. Like, it's not like Kyle Shanahan's mind hasn't changed over and over again. But at this point, this does feel like the lowest they've ever viewed Trey, whereas last year in training camp, okay, bring back Jimmy Garoppolo to hedge their bets. This year, bringing in Sam Darnold to hedge their bets with the backup two position, Blonda Trey Lance, and try to figure this thing out with him. I know many fans, you know, want to see Trey in the red and gold. Uh, they, they were promised something in Trey Lance. I get that. Um, I can see the potential in Trey Lance. There is something there in him now. It may take him, you know, five, six years to figure out on a different team or even here, potentially. But this does feel like that this is San Francisco saying, end of the road, end of the line, this is it. And I, I would not be surprised if Trey Lance is eventually moved to a team like Washington or Tampa Bay or Minnesota, maybe. Um, just like I wasn't surprised the fact that Sam Darnold was named quarterback two today. Like, this move is not surprising. Um... I know many fans, even including myself, kind of held out hope that Trey Lance should be this team's you know, number two quarterback. In some cases, fans thought, give him a chance for the starting role. Um, I never thought the last part, but the former for sure. Um, I think Trey Lance has played very well during practice, very well during training camp, and very well uh, in the Denver game. Now, the issue with Trey is there's so many inconsistencies where you can tell it's a young player that needs reps. Um, I talked about it today with, with Bonte Hill and Joe Shasky on the morning roast. The fact that with Sam Darnold being so seasoned, what, four or five years in the NFL now, and I get he's a failed prospect. I get all the, the talk around Sam Darnold not being a good player. It's all understandable. I get it. But the fact is that Trey Lance is seeing things. He's seeing receivers opened and not throwing the football. In the NFL, you cannot be hesitant. Even against Denver, despite how good he was towards the end of that game, early there were still receivers open he's not throwing the football to. Um, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That is this, you know, kind of the same thing that Kyle Shanahan made him disgruntled and kind of want to move off from Jimmy Garoppolo about of, hey, I'm dialing up big plays. These guys are open. You're just not throwing to them. That same thing goes for Trey Lance, albeit in kind of a different manner of, these aren't deep shots. These are easy, you know, 15-yard, 20-yard throws. And you're seeing them open, but you're hesitant to pull the trigger. Why is that? Whereas Sam Darnold is not. Sam Darnold being seasoned, again, maybe not being a great quarterback in the past, Kyle Shanahan views Sam Darnold as this quarterback that's going to be unafraid to throw the football into small windows, but also 
is willing to throw the football into open windows and hit open receivers. Like, Kyle Shanahan should be able to almost eliminate or make Sam Darnold's window for error much smaller. Like, one of the big knocks on Sam Darnold's been the turnovers. And yes, what, 55 picks and 55 touchdowns through his entire career with the Jets in Carolina, but the fact of the matter is is that he had Adam Gase and Matt Rule in battle offensive lines, and arguably his best weapons, DJ Moore, who is a good receiver, but on this team would be probably receiver number three. Now, this is a good offense, mind you, but DJ Moore is got traded for a haul from Carolina to Chicago. He'll be Chicago's number one receiver, but that's one guy. Whereas here he has Debo and Kittle and, and Ayuk and McCaffrey and, and a fairly good offensive line in front of him with Kyle Shanahan calling plays. Um, I'm not saying that Sam Darnold's going to be a world beater. No, no one should say that. Um, even Kyle Shanahan using Steve Young and his name in the same sentence is like, Kyle, <laughs> like, whoa, those are big expectations on him to even put a Hall of Fame quarterback in Sam Darnold's name in the same sentence. But the fact is that Kyle Shanahan and the weapons here, um, it's they're going to be wide open receivers. Uh, many fans that want Trey Lance to play or wanted him to start pointed to the play calling um, against Denver for Brock Purdy in the preseason that these guys are wide open. Yeah, that same thing is going to happen for Sam Darnold. Now, the flip side of that is, you know, for Trey Lance, that would have been the same thing. And why wouldn't, like, why wouldn't Kyle get him that chance as well? Well, it does seem like from a historical standpoint, from a film-looking standpoint that even if those guys are open, Trey was still reluctant to throw to them and made, like, Kyle Shanahan is shaking his head on certain plays with Trey Lance where you go, hey, that wasn't too bad. But Kyle is seeing stuff and dialing up stuff where you sit back and you say, man, like, you have to hit that Trey or you at least have to attempt that throw whereas Sam's not going to have that problem. I think Kyle, well, he'll hate the interceptions. Look at what Sam has done through two preseason games. His one pick wasn't his fault. In fact, that throw is on the freaking money to Ronnie Bell. And so, could Sam Darnold be seeing ghosts again if he has to play this year? Sure. The likelihood of that is very slim. Knowing who's calling plays here. Knowing who is, you know, at the helm of the offense in San Francisco. And, you know, certain fans... And, and, and I do get this point of, like, Kyle Shanahan's ego got so damaged by the failure that has been the Trey Lance pick thus far that he's kind of reverting back to his old ways of a Kirk Cousins style of quarterback where, you know, it's funny to hear Kyle say that he wanted Drew Brees and Lamar Jackson in a quarterback leading up to the 2021 draft which Trey Lance was picked third overall. And now you see him kind of revert back to, well, maybe I don't want Lamar and 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 Drew Brees. Maybe I just want a Drew Brees style or, you know, again, a Kirk Cousins, Alex Smith style of guy. Um, it's weird to see him, you know, go from, you know, envying Buffalo when Josh John, when, when Josh Allen kills us in 2020 in Arizona, he's like, I want a quarterback like that. That's the guy, that's the guy I want. And then he sees Trey Lance, very similar makeup, very similar, I don't want to say play style, but build, um, small, small college guy, um, very raw and his talent needs time. But I do think... Shanahan has kind of reevaluated the quarterback room to a point of 
almost reverting back to who he was prior to even losing his mind over getting Josh Allen in San Francisco. Like, no longer is he looking for this elite-level style of quarterback when it comes to being able to run and throw. He's just saying, run the offense and do a little bit extra. Whereas with Trey Lance, you can tell he wanted that you know, read option, power run, physical quarterback that can run over a linebacker. And now it's like, oh, you know, I'll take a smaller quarterback and Brock Purdy built like Russell Wilson. I'll be a little smaller. Just make some extra plays. Don't get too crazy. and Just kind of be a dog for me. Um, again, Trey Lance not at practice today. Trey Lance uh, seemingly probably getting the conversation with John Lynch about, you know, what's going to happen for his future. Um, but I think right now, like, this is... This is Kyle Shanahan and really kind of a league-wide thing where if Shanahan's admitting defeat, if one of the greatest minds in the like the in the NFL today is admitting defeat of a quarterback, why would a lesser team feel the need to pick him up? Right? Like, like if I'm a team again like Washington, or it may sound like an idea, but or, or, or a team like the Saints, or a team like Denver, or a team like Tampa Bay that have defensive-minded head coaches or head coaches that, you know, aren't these quarterback gurus. Like, why was it so hard for Kyle Shanahan to get the most out of Trey Lance? Like, what makes a different person believe they can do that stuff too? Um, part of that's on Kyle. Like, that's no doubt in my mind. With reps, Trey could have and should have looked better. With the starters, Trey could have and should have looked better. No doubt about it. Um, and again, <laughs> like, let me ask you this. If you're another team willing to trade for Trey Lance and you see Kyle Shanahan, one of the best minds in football, failing to develop him and kind of make him a star quarterback, what would make them think they could do it too? Um, like, I always go back to the point of, if it's supposed to be so easy for Trey Lance with Kyle Shanahan and in this offense, then why was it so hard for him? Why could Garoppolo succeed? Why could Nick Mullins in small spurts succeed? Why could Brock Purdy succeed? Why the assumed Sam Darnold is going to succeed as the backup quarterback here? Why couldn't Trey do that? Um, I don't know. <laughs> like, that's like there's a disconnect here of... I personally think they tried to alter everything for Trey early. Learn the playbook. Get a new quarterback coach. Learn the system. Um, it was almost like, change everything about you. And then the next year, be our franchise quarterback. That's a hard task to ask for a player without reps. Um, looking back in 2021, the smarter thing would have been to do was to almost take a year off and retool the team. Right? You've, you've moved DeForest Buckner away to the Colts. You brought in Kinlaw. You've now assumed to be moving away from Garoppolo in 2021, uh, and you bring in Trey Lance. Um, those Both those guys need reps. And... San Francisco should have sat down at the time three years ago and said, which quarterback helps us win now? Um, I get they were envious of Stafford and the Josh Allens and, and seeing the Rams hoist that trophy. I still get it, right? But the fact of the matter is San Francisco was almost negligent in their thinking of we can balance two storylines or, or two timelines, right? I'm wearing a, a, a Golden State Warriors shirt, right? They failed to realize it's hard to balance two timelines of Kaminga and Moody and Jordan Poole. Now, there's some extracurricular stuff in there with Poole and Draymond Green, obviously, that fails, but 
even that team won a championship, but the year after, right, they couldn't do it. The veteran players wouldn't put up with it, um, just like San Francisco. Uh, the, the leaders on this team told Kyle Shanahan, cut the BS, no more quarterback, you know, two quarterback system stuff. The team themselves almost rejected the idea of two timelines, of, of Trey Lance being here. Um, they like Trey Lance. This is not them saying we don't like Trey as a person. But the fact is that this team, being Fred Warner and Kyle Juszczyk and, and Trent Williams, I always said, how can you go to them, whether it was Jimmy Garoppolo in 2021 or Brock Purdy this year, how can you go to them and say, we're going to make Trey Lance the starter over the guy who helped us get near the finish line? And I get it. Near the finish line isn't good enough. I get that. But you are telling veteran players who the clock is ticking on their career, we're not going to play the quarterback that you can win the most with now. We're going to play the quarterback that can win here, maybe when you aren't here in a few years, right? So what they did, being Shanahan and Lynch, they got too far over their heads trying to balance the two-timeline stuff. And, and really, it's, it's bit them so far up the butt where you're sitting back saying like, wow... We completely failed Trey Lance. We completely failed our fan base and the team. Now, winning fixes everything, right? No one is sitting back complaining of, like, if this team was bad and they're winning six games a year with Brock Purdy and Jimmy Garoppolo a couple years ago, like, yes, this looks so much worse. And if they win this year or next year with Brock Purdy, all is lost. But nothing is going to erase the fact that you could have had talent like Micah Parsons and Rashawn Slater and Panay Sewell and even the last couple years. Like, imagine them having, you know, top 20 picks. Like there are a lot of players there you can grab and improve the, the defense. Imagine, you know, imagine having a star right tackle and not relying on Colton McKivitz. Imagine having at least some offensive line depth. Imagine having Drake Jackson, you know, and... <laughs> and someone else next to Nick Bosa. Like, this defensive line could be so much better uh, had you not traded and tried to get Trey Lance. And we have a question here by PBabyNSF. Uh, what Kyle is doing with Sam at number two quarterback, 55 games, 55 picks, didn't even give Trey a fair chance. I'm sick of them. Um, PBaby, I, I understand your frustration. Uh, as a fan, as someone who wanted to draft Trey Lance, I get it. The fact is you were promised something, and it seemed like the thing you were promised never got a fair chance to develop. Um, and again, I, I talked plenty of times here already, the fact that, yeah, Sam Darnold's track record is not good, but Kyle Shanahan views him as kind of a reclamation project almost that he can actually win with if things get down to a pinch of if Brock Purdy's out for a game or two. But I also think... Well, yes, we can hate this move. We can hate the fact that Trey Lance could get traded. We can also hate the fact that, you know, Sam Donald's quarterback too. This move, if Trey Lance is indeed traded away, is also kind of, it's the franchise not just backing Purdy with their words. They are removing a quote-unquote distraction out of the quarterback room. Trey Lance didn't cause a distraction. He's a good teammate, but the fan base you know, we're talking about quarterback two and three here in San Francisco. No other team is doing that outside of Detroit and maybe the Colts. Like, no one is doing that. This is them completely backing Brock Purdy. 
He's the real deal. He's a legit player. Now if they trade Trey Lance, this is them fully committing with their actions to Brock Purdy. Uh, PBB again says, the Jets didn't want him. Trey looked better than Sam. I'm just saying. I get it. I truly get it. The Jets didn't want Sam Darnold. Traded them away. The Panthers got Sam Darnold, seemingly wanted Sam Darnold. Then they got Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold came back in and played pretty well towards the end of last season. I get it, right? Um, I will say this, though, that while Trey Lance, at times, has looked better than Sam in, in preseason games. Denver, right? Trey Lance looked great towards the end of the, the fourth quarter there. Three straight scoring drives, a six-play stretch of, oh my goodness, here's Trey Lance. This is the coming out party in preseason. Um, I will say this, though. Um, we, we kind of talk, and, and PAB kind of said the same thing here of, you know, 55 picks and 55 touchdowns and 55 games for Sam Darnold. Um, let me just throw this out there to you. You know a quarterback that had a very similar stat line prior to getting consistency in the quarterback room, on the field, and as a head coach? Alex Smith. Um, I know Alex Smith, what, set first seven years in San Francisco were not good. You know, he had the injury, he had like five different head coaches and, and seven different coordinators, but before Jim Harbaugh, Alex Smith was a very similar quarterback to Sam Darnold. The question is, and I, and I truly believe that Kyle Shanahan believes, he can be Sam Darnold's Andy Reid. Now, it, Alex Smith was obviously not good enough to win the big one, right? That's We're trying to win the big one here. Shanahan thinks, and I would agree with him, that Brock Purdy can win the big one. Um, where if Purdy's hurt and Shanahan can have an Andy Reid-like effect on Sam Darnold, Sam can hold the fort down for a year here for two, three, four, five, six games, whatever it is. Um, but I get your frustration, right? Why wasn't Trey Lance given the rope? Um, the fact of the matter is Trey Lance was going to get that rope last year. He got hurt. Things completely changed. But I could also argue things changed before that. Um, yes, they were trying to trade Garoppolo. There's a reason they went to the team, Warner, Juszczyk, Trent Williams, and sold the fact that, hey, we want to bring back Jimmy as quarterback too. We will give Trey Lance the rope, and if things go awry and they go poorly, we're going to put Jimmy Garoppolo back in. Can you guys balance this? And they said yes. Um, there were even reports by Mike Silver that after Trey Lance got hurt, now, I don't think this was them saying we're happy Trey is hurt, but... They were saying that now the best quarterback's actually going to play for us. This team this team never bought into the fact that we are going to have a developmental quarterback. That's huge. You can like Trey as a person all you want. Trey Lance never had an advocate to play starting quarterback here in San Francisco. Not, not even when he was given the job did he finally get Kyle Shanahan and, and John Lynch to completely buy into him. Like, they were like, ooh, I don't know. Now, with reps in last year against the Bears and against the Seahawks, had he played, you know, eight games or ten games or twelve games, maybe that changes. Like, we are never going to know what Trey Lance, like, had last year gone exactly the same way, minus the quarterback injuries. 
We start off 4-4, four and four, then Trey Lance gets better towards the end of the season, he picks up steam, and we lose in the same fashion against Philadelphia we did. No one is questioning Trey Lance. And for Trey Lance, like that's going to be a huge mystery for his development. Like, who is he? We don't know. And I think that's what's concerning in the fact is, and PBAB, I, I get it, Sam had so many chances. He failed twice. Trey never got a chance. He... They're treating him like trash. Um, I don't agree they're treating Trey like trash. Um, I think Trey Lance can be a good quarterback. I think Kyle Shanahan believes Trey Lance can be a good quarterback. I think John Lynch and the team thinks Trey Lance can be a good quarterback. But I think the fact is they're saying you can be a good quarterback, just not right now. They're living in the now. They're admitting it was a mistake to draft a developmental quarterback. And that's hard to swallow. We, As a fan base, as a team, we invested so much draft stock, draft capital, uh, time, effort, money into Trey Lance to make him the franchise quarterback. And that just hasn't happened. Is it Trey Lance's fault? No. But this is Kyle Shanahan saying, we don't have time to wait for you anymore. We have Brock Purdy, who we believe in. We brought in Sam Darnold, who we think we can find something else in. And there isn't room for you here in the quarterback room. Now, mind you, again, Trey Lance is still here. <laughs> like, he's not been traded yet. Um, like, he's still on the team. He's apparently, again, in the offices of assuming John Lynch probably getting talked to of, you know what do you want to do here and again if I was Trey Lance I would say get me out of here right now as a player who has gotten little reps since being here hasn't what Trey Lance as of last season so at the end of last season coming into this year Trey Lance had less career reps since high school than Geno Smith had just last year alone think of that since high school Trey Lance has had less reps in his career at quarterback than Geno Smith had last year. That's crazy. The fact that San Francisco is sitting back, like, this is the honest, this brutal opinion. They're saying, we like Trey as a person, not as a quarterback. He can be something someday, just not here. We don't have time to wait for you. You know, it's kind of like, you know, you're, you're dating somebody, and you love them so much, but they're lazy, they're slow, they don't want to get their life together, they're taking a while, and I'm not calling Trey lazy or slow or any of that thing, just an example, but as a person, your life is moving on. You're, in your, you're 25 or 26, you're 30 years old. I just got engaged this year. My fiance for three years was like, when are we going to get this done? I am waiting for you to put the ring on my finger. I want to get married. They're like, we got to move this thing forward. And I think they're viewing that the same way in San Francisco. That, Trey, we like you. We love you. But I can't stay with you. I can't, I can't be with you anymore. It's taking too long for this to progress when I see somebody that has their life together in Brock Purdy, they've already done more things on the field than you ever have, we're going to lean that way. And do I love that? No. Like th that, that sucks for Trey Lance. It, it, it feels like that, like all the talk of when he was drafted was 
that Trey Lance is going to the best position possible. In reality, in fast-forwarding three years, San Francisco may have been the worst potential place for Trey Lance. The best for play calling and, and the stars around him, but the worst for the opportunity he needed to play. Um, and it's not like Trey Lance can sever that tie for himself, because if he does, he looks like the bad guy, right? He looks like, you know, he's disgruntled or he's pouting. So, and Trey's not that kind of person. But the team had to make that move. The team has to be the one to sever that tie from him. And this is probably the best case for both people. This is probably the best case for Trey, if he is indeed traded, to go find some space. If he is indeed moved to go play somewhere like Washington with Biennemi as, as, as the OC, or, or you know, go somewhere like, I don't know, again, Denver or New Orleans, or a, a middling team that needs a quarterback, um, it's just crazy. Like, the fact that this is happening right now, um, the fact that this wasn't supposed to happen <laughs> until prior to week one, now Trey Lance is quarterback three, maybe even quarterback four, and they are exploring all options per Matt Mayoko. Like, Trey Lance went from fighting for quarterback two to almost being traded in a matter of a week. Like, he was playing... Like, he was basically being quarterback two reps, and, and this right here from Diana Rossini says, while the Niners are exploring trade possibilities for Trey Lance, the front office has been shopping him for much of the offseason. The team never received significant trade offers. I don't think they are going to be able to trade him for what they want to trade him for. Um, I get it, Rick. Donald sucks. The history proves your point completely. And this is how I, uh, I kind of sit back sometimes, and we'll get back to the Rossini stuff in a second, but take Rick's point. Take KDB's point. Like, the fan base as a whole is saying, Sam Darnold sucks. You're going to let him be quarterback two behind Brock Purdy. And, you know, sometimes I sit back and, you know, you, you hear the Justin Fields conversation, you, you hear the conversation around Kenny Pickett and other young quarterbacks in the NFL. And I sit back and I say, how would I view... Trey Lance if he wasn't in San Francisco? How would I view Sam Darnold if he wasn't in San Francisco? And I think, like, let's say Trey Lance played for the Bears. Fields doesn't exist, it's just Trey Lance. And I sat back and said, wow, he's been hurt, you know, he got hurt all last year, um, he hasn't been great when he's played, he's inconsistent, and even with the reps he's gotten, there's been some inconsistency still. As a, an opposing team's fan, I would not be sold on Trey Lance. You're three years in, how long can you wait? But because he's here, and there's so much context to go into, obviously, but we're willing to give him that chance. But as a head coach and a coaching staff and a GM, how long can you wait? You can't wait much longer is the issue. That you cannot wait for, like, this is not Green Bay with Rodgers and Love. It's not what this is. This is, like, we are going to, the, the thing that has been compared is, you know, Rodgers and Love, right? The fact is, is that the Packers on the floor drafted Love to be their guy. They didn't draft Rodgers. He wasn't their guy. He was always in and out of the building, always sold and backed off on the team. Like, there was always issues there, right? 
this is not a, you know, Trey Lance's Jordan Love timeline thing. This is Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch saying we are desperate to win a championship. We finally thought we had our guy in Trey Lance. He's not our guy anymore, but we have our guy now in Brock Purdy. If you believe you have the guy, why keep your previous person in the building? Why keep, you know, your, your quote-unquote previous relationship in the building? Move on. Cut the tire. Move the band-aid. Now, th that doesn't mean you can't admit your own failures in between there. Of course you can. But the fan base now is sitting back saying, Sam Darnold, really? Shanahan thinks he has the guy on Brock Purdy and thinks he can make something with Sam Darnold. Is that good? Is that bad? I don't know. Like, we'll see. But from what I've seen at camp, in practice, and in preseason games, Sam Darnold has looked better than his past. It's practice. It's meaningless games when it comes to the outcome. I get it, right? If it's, you know, week four against I don't know, the Giants or whatever, whoever it is, and Sam Darnold plays, he can be an absolute disaster. And just like drafting Trey Lance thus far has kind of blown up in their face... Moving Trey Lance and trading him can also blow up in their face. This isn't a, you know, oh my goodness, thank goodness he's gone. You know, whoo, you know, he's out of the building. Everything is hunky-dory now. This is Trey Lance can go to somewhere else and ball out. And Purdy sucks this year. And we're like, oh my goodness, what did you do? But the fact of the matter is that Trey Lance is probably never going to become a quarterback that he could be elsewhere here. And because of that, San Francisco is sitting back saying, we have to move now. Do I love that? No. You're admitting you failed trading up three first-round draft picks during a pro day back in 2021 because you were overzealous of your of, of the Rams and, and the Bills, and you were so blinded by your, your pursuit of a quarterback that you picked the most raw player out there and didn't give him his due diligence and didn't give him the time he needed to progress and develop. That's on Kyle. That's on John. Right? The plan? Yeah. Like, I was on board with the plan. Let him sit for a year, learn the playbook, you know, play sporadically here, then the next year let him play, Jimmy's gone, oh, that's great. But because that didn't happen, it alters your mindset, alters what to do. And we're at a point now where they have to almost move on from Trey Lance. And Trey Lance has to move on from San Francisco. But back to Diana Rossi's report, they never got anything offered to them for Trey Lance. Nothing. Nothing. If you're San Francisco and you're sitting here and you've, as John Lynch loves to say, budgeted for XYZ player, they budgeted for Trey Lance to be here. Um... They knew that the offers weren't coming in. They knew that, okay, if we can't trade him, can we afford him? Yes. But I will say this. It would be awful. And I don't think this is the case. It would be awful if Trey Lance was a pawn in the game of trying to re-sign Nick Bosa. That sucks. Um, if I'm not saying that's the case, but if that is the case of, hey, Nick, don't come to the building... Um, don't worry about practicing here. Stay in Florida. Get your body in shape. But I will say this. It is a coincidence that Nick Bosa in New York, where his agent currently resides, and the next day Trey Lance's 
now quarterback three, presumably out of the building uh, via trade in a couple of days or a week or so. It would be just mind-boggling if that is what's happening here. If we're going to trade Trey and use that money to re-sign Nick Bosa, but I will say this. If that's also the case um, in trading Trey Lance, who has had no impact on the team outside of one game in 2021, big game, must-win game, great stuff, no problem about it, but no impact at all the past two and a half seasons in San Francisco, two seasons in San Francisco, if it means trading that player away for Nick Bosa to be able to re-sign him to a huge contract, um, good. Like, that, yeah, like, I'm signing a reigning defensive player of the year to a massive contract and getting rid of a player who you have so much invested in, but his money is going to free up the ability to re-sign Nick Bosa? Do it. Um, I'm not saying that's the case. I'm not saying that's what I want to happen, but uh, we are sitting here today uh, trying to kind of make our way through and kind of, you know, walk the narrow path of, you know, Trey Lance being this team's quarterback three, maybe even quarterback two, maybe even off the team in a week or so. But what do you think? What just happened? How does Sam Darnold being named this team's number two quarterback behind Brock Purdy, what does that mean to you? How do you feel about it? Um, and if you were Trey Lance, what would you do? Would you talk to Kyle? Would you sit down and say, I want to be out of here. Move me, please. Um, I appreciate my time here, but uh, it's not working out. Just kind of sit back and like, it's a lose-lose for everybody. But I will say this, there can be a win-win. Niners keep winning with Brock Purdy. Maybe they hoist the Lombardi Trophy. Trey Lance goes elsewhere and balls out. There's even a possibility in three, four, five, next year, who knows, that Brock Purdy and Trey Lance are playing each other in the NFC Championship game or Super Bowl. You never know. We didn't think Garoppolo was coming back last year, and he did. And he won some games here and was having a career year. Anything could happen. Anything could happen. Uh, Sberry55, thank you for the kind words. Appreciate it. But look, I'm telling you right now, folks, uh, this has been coming for a long time. If you couldn't or didn't want to read the tea leaves, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, and and, I, and, I, and I'll it, admit this clearly, bluntly. If you would have told me last year, two years ago, that I would be okay with Sam Darnold being this team's quarterback too, I would have laughed you right in the face. I would have said, yeah, freaking right. No way. Would I ever be on board with that? But now we're sitting here, August 23rd at 1.35 p.m., me sitting here saying, yeah, it makes sense. Like, this... I'm okay with this. My question now becomes, if, let's say they, they do trade Trey Lance and, you know, they are going to move on from him, um, we have gone from one of the best quarterback rooms in football to Purdy, who had a phenomenal year last year, was amongst the elite quarterbacks in the, in the NFL. Then to Sam Darnold, who, okay, track record, not so good, but, you know, maybe there's something there Shanahan can do to help improve. Then Brandon Allen. Okay, Brandon Allen, better than Josh Johnson? Sure. Brandon Allen outplaying Jalen Hurts? No. Brandon Allen maybe outplaying Daniel Jones? Maybe. Brandon Allen outplaying Derek Carr? 
Brandon Allen outplaying Geno Smith? Brandon Allen outplaying Patrick Mahomes? Josh Allen? Joe Burrow? No. Like, I get it. He's your quarterback three. They're not supposed to be good. But the whole talk of the town has been, San Francisco has this amazing quarterback room where whoever the guy is, whether it's Purdy or Trey or, or Darnold play, they'll win 10-plus games. Not if Brandon Allen plays. <laughs> like, if Brandon Allen, like, this is the like one of the things I look to and I say, let's say where you're in the exact same spot we were last year. Because it's almost happened twice, right? Playoff game in Philadelphia, uh, Purdy's out, Darnold's playing quarterback, boom, and tears his UCL, you know, knock on wood, doesn't happen, but here comes Brandon Allen trotting out. Wouldn't you rather have Trey Lance than Brandon Allen? And I get it's a money value value thing, it's a numerical value thing, it's, you know, I get it, right? We've talked for an hour about you know, how this makes sense to sever ties with Trey Lance. Um, I don't love it, like <laughs> no one does, but the quarterback room moving Trey Lance does weaken, but if you can recover an asset like a, you know, a defensive end or an offensive lineman or, you know, I don't know, re-sign Nick Bosa, that does change things. Um, I would hate for that to be the reason as to why, but it does weaken a quarterback room. We are no longer having conversations of any quarterback, any given Sunday. It's any quarterback, any given Sunday, but if Brandon Allen's playing on Sunday, no, no, that's going to be a tough game to win. Um, one thing I also want to hit on here is that I left that Denver Broncos game. It, this is kind of the gut punch, right? Where you leave that Denver Broncos game saying, man, Trey Lance looks really good. Uh, really, really good against the threes and twos against Denver. And, and man, like, this quarterback room is really good. Um, again, six amazing plays, three scoring drives, game-winning drive, game-tying drive. Uh, and Melvin, thank for the comment in the in the, the comments down below. Bang, bang, Niner gang for sure. But you leave the Denver game thinking you're riding high on Trey Lance. And all three quarterbacks are playing well. Like, we are insulated to the freaking core here. And then three days later, he's essentially off the team. Like, that's almost a gut punch to the franchise who's like, see you? That's, that's the Trey Lance. He's... He was rusty against the Raiders, and now you're like, that's what he's supposed to look like. It's a gut punch. Because you almost feel like your teased are kind of blue-balled of like, we haven't seen Trey, but he looks good against the Texans in Seattle in year one, and then he gets hurt and go, oh, you know, Trey's out. But then you, you come into this year, and uh, he's fighting for quarterback two, and then, okay, he looks really good against Denver, and okay, Trey, like, the hype train's rolling, and then, boom, right to the face, right to the gut, you're like, but, but but he played well. <laughs> like, but he looked pretty good. What changed? Um, and I just think it's gotten to a point where, like, I kind of do believe it, this has to do with Nick Bosa. Like, the more I... Like, I'm kind of talking myself into that being the case of, you know, them saying, you know, we have to balance urgency and patience in signing Nick Bosa. Maybe that goes into also trading Trey Lance. And I, I'm not saying that's what Lynch meant, when he said those words, but maybe the urgency was like, yes, you want to get the deal done, but let's see where Trey Lance's market is, and if it comes up, then we'll make a deal quicker. Like, maybe I'm just throwing things at the wall and hoping they stick, but, like, this is, like, there's so many things and avenues to kind of dive into and point to and say, this can be why, and that can be why. Nick Bosa being not on the field to resigned might have something to do with Trey Lance um, and what's happening now with him being 
you know, named essentially quarterback three or four on the team and and maybe not even being on the field. Like, this is crazy. Like, here we have stats now. Uh, day 19, Brock Purdy 12 for 13, Sam Donald 4 for 9, Brandon Allen 2 for 3, Trey Lance nothing. Like, he didn't practice today. He didn't, he wasn't present today. Um, if I'm Trey, I'm walking in saying... You get me out of here right now. You mishandled me this year. I want to play elsewhere. Now, did he do that? No idea. Would I blame him? No. Why would he want to stay? I wouldn't want to stay. You wouldn't want to stay. You'd want to go somewhere. Like This happens in baseball all the time. Happens in the NBA all the time. Football? Not so much. That's why it's so interesting and new. A young player... That's probably frustrated. That is like, I need my time to shine. You aren't going to give it to me. I'm going to go someplace that can give it to me. Um, it's unfortunate. It stinks. Um, I kind of hope they do trade Trey Lance for the betterment of both parties. Free up some money if you're San Francisco. Uh, I'll be a very small number. But also give Trey Lance that, that the chance to go out there and prove himself elsewhere. Um, he's not going to get it here most likely, but... Um, the fact of the matter is he didn't practice today. This leaked out. San Francisco did not come out and say Trey Lance is quarterback three or four. This leaked out from a source inside the organization um, that told uh, Ian Rappaport and Tom Palacero, later confirmed by Mayoko and Branch and Kamiman and Nick Wagoner inside the building. Um, so I don't think San Francisco wanted this to get out. <laughs> Uh, but the fact is it did, and, and I do think that San Francisco was hoping that, you know, if the plan was to trade Lance or get rid of him uh, in the next week or so, let him play against the Chargers and play well, and hopefully that, you know, kind of lights, uh, you know, kind of sparks some interest in him from a different team elsewhere. But now we're sitting here prior to week three of the preseason, prior to roster cuts, and now if that's out there, now fans know that, hey, like, or other teams know, excuse me, that... You know, we don't have to give you much. You don't want him anyways. Now, San Francisco can keep him. But if the goal is to trade him, this is not going to help his trade value. <laughs> um, not by any means. Like, this is going to almost tank his trade value. Because he already didn't have much going into the year. He's been inconsistent the entirety of preseason thus far, which other teams aren't seeing training camp footage. Um, so they have no idea how good he's been there, which has been pretty good, in my opinion. Um, but now, they know you don't even want him, so I'll give you a seventh-round pick. I'll trade you a backup offensive tackle for him. Like, this team has holes. Could you trade Trey Lance to fill one of those? Sure. The question is that another team isn't going to give you what you want, knowing you don't want the player you're trying to move. Like, this isn't a, you know, a, a disgruntled star player. This is a potentially disgruntled I-want-out player that's proven nothing in the NFL thus far. He's 23 years old, 24 years old, whatever. He's super young, right? Um, he's unproven still. He's super raw. And unfortunately, he hasn't done much to really make anybody buy into him. Who was going to make a move for that player? No one comes to mind. Giants aren't doing it. Dallas ain't doing it. Philadelphia ain't doing it. That's three guys already off the board. Detroit's not doing it. They just picked Hendon Hooker this past year. Um, Minnesota might do it. There's one team. The Packers ain't doing it. The Bears ain't doing it. 
Uh, Seattle ain't doing it. Um, well, well, Seattle makes some sense actually via free agency in a year or two. Um, but I don't know. Like, could you imagine Trey Lance in Seattle? Like, wouldn't that be the biggest, like, F.U. middle finger to Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch to go sign with Seattle when he's a free agent in a couple years or if by chance he gets cut this year, go sign with Seattle <laughs> and go play for Pete Carroll behind Geno Smith and beat him out for a job and have Metcalf and Lockin and, you know, Smith and Jigba and Kenneth Walker? That's kind of scary. <laughs> it's kind of scary, but there aren't many destinations for Trey Lance knowing that this year has the best draft prospect, I'm not going to say of all time, but one of the best draft prospects of all time in Caleb Williams, um, which Trey Lance could be maybe the third best quarterback in this year's draft class for sure, but that's like a 15th overall pick. And if you're a bad team or a mediocre team, you're saying, I'm not going to make a move for a guy who's been hurt for two years and then see if he can plug and play, but I can go draft a prospect out of college, riding on a high, that I can teach myself. Like, there isn't baggage with Trey Lance, but for another team, there could be. And and that's not even his fault. <laughs> like, it's, it's so mind-boggling just to sit back and say, like, the Trey Lance story is kind of similar to Javon Kinlaw's story. And it sucks that both those guys happen to be first-round picks here in San Francisco. Both supposed to replace fan or a player that fans loved Buckner and Garoppolo a player that has helped this team win many games and Buckner and Garoppolo they come in uh Kinlaw actually played well his rookie season but was hurt a little bit then they both get hurt their second year and this things haven't been the same ever since then and because of that they're both seen as failures or busts and it's like the fact that J Javon Kinlaw is sitting on the roster still mind you, defensive linemen, and we need them. But it's like, I in a million years, I never would have thought I was going to compare Trey Lance to Javon Kinlaw. And nor did I think that Javon Kinlaw might outlast Trey Lance on the roster. That's, that's crazy. Like, wow. Like, I, I'm just racking my brain. Like, the fact that Trey Lance might get moved for a seventh-round pick this year and outlast Javon Kinlaw on a roster is just wild to me. Wild to me. And and look, I think this thing might happen fast. Like, I don't think this is going to be, you know, a simple of like, oh, give it a week or two. Like, this thing could happen tomorrow. Um, and that could be San Francisco just kind of biting the bullet and saying, fifth, seventh round pick, sixth round, conditional fifth round pick, conditional fourth round pick maybe. Um, like, you have to think, like, if he's that mad he's not going to practice tomorrow or the next day, he's not going to show up on Friday against the Chargers. Like, this has gotten to a point where if he's demanded a trade being Trey Lance, it's reached its bowling point, and you have to move on now. Like, I know they want to play the long game here and, you know, see if things work out, but if Trey Lance went into the building today after seeing the report or hearing the news and said, get me out of here and I'm not coming until I moved... Like, you may get nothing for him or a seventh-round pick. Like, if I'm Trey, I'm pissed, I'm angry, and I'm not coming in until I'm out of here. I'm not saying goodbye. I'm not saying thank you. Like, this is it. It's it's a shame it's happening this way, and, and I'm not saying Trey's going to do that, but that's what I would do. 
Like, I, I, I would not come back into Levi Stadium. I would just sit at home and talk to my friends and call my friends and wait till this thing happens. But look, an hour and 10 minute emergency podcast on Trey Lance. A thank you to every single person who tuned in today. Um, a last minute, just get this thing out there and let's talk Trey Lance being named really, well, not being named quarterback to, Sam Darnold being named quarterback to, and Trey Lance presumably being off the roster come cut-down day or trade in the next day or so. It's a big day in the organization, a big day for the San Francisco 49ers. Again, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching, whether you're on YouTube or Twitter or listening on the audio version that will come out in about an hour or so. This has been the 49er Access Podcast. My name is Sterling Bennett. Use our promo code 49ersaccessseatgeek.com and save yourself $20 off your first purchase. Also, use our link up above or down below at fanatics.com. Buy yourself some merch and support the show in the meantime. And don't forget to follow us on social media. 49ers.access is the Instagram. 49ers underscore access is the Twitter. One last time. They have a game on Friday. Will Trey Lance show up? We will certainly see. I don't think he will, nor would I. But we shall see. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And until next time, stay faithful. <laughs>